Hello, and welcome to Jonathan's Verdicts. I'm Jonathan Simeone. The title of this episode is Unity is a Tool of Oppression. The verdict for this episode is Unity will not bring about change. As always, I do not edit these podcast episodes and I do not have a script. They are just a chance for me to talk about whatever is on my mind. I'm recording this episode on the afternoon of Saturday, November 28th, 2020. I have been prompted to record this episode because I'm getting tired of Biden talking about unity. I'm getting tired of his focus on unifying the country. He's going to be everyone's president. He's salvaging the soul of America. And all the other fluffy bullshit that he says to make rich white people happy. Here's the reality of this. And if you think about it for at least half a second, you understand this is true. The systems of capitalism, racism, ableism, uh, sexism, xenophobia, uh, they didn't come about (laughs) through unity. There was nothing unifying about slavery. There was nothing unifying about sterilizing people with disabilities simply because they had disabilities. There was nothing unifying about persecuting people because of their faith. There was nothing unifying about denying people jobs because of their country of origin. And everyone knows that. If you think about it, as I said, for at least half a second, it makes sense. There's nothing unifying about American history. Genocide, committing genocide against indigenous people was not unifying. It was genocide, period. So here's the reality of all of this. It's not enough, as so many do, to talk about ending racism and being anti-racist. It's not enough to talk about increasing worker rights or providing employment opportunities for people with disabilities or not creating barriers to entering the country to people because they are Muslim. None of that is sufficient. What needs to happen if America is ever going to be anything like America pretends it has already become is addressing the harm done by centuries of oppression. That's the whole deal here. And just as you couldn't create the centuries of damage done by harmful oppression with a unified front. You will not undo the centuries of harm caused by systemic oppression 
without disunity. The reason for that is very simple. And I hate to be crass and say it's about the money, but in many ways it is. If we don't redistribute wealth by abolishing capitalism and raising taxes on the, on the wealthy and corporations, we don't have a chance to undo the harm caused by centuries of oppression. Because we need to redistribute the wealth to give people a more level playing field. We need to redistribute the wealth to change the way society is run, to provide government-run health care, for example. And we can't provide government-run health care without abolishing capitalism in a very fundamental way. And so the reality of all of this is, in order to undo the harm caused by centuries of oppression, the people who have benefited from the centuries of oppression, predominantly white, Christian, wealthy men, although all white people, in particular white men, have benefited the most, we have to take away from those people. We have to reduce their privilege and hopefully someday eliminate their privilege. We have to remove the systemic advantage that they enjoy in every aspect of life. We have to change an injustice system and a policing system that values property more than people. We have to abolish the system of capitalism that puts profit over people. And we have to agree that every single person, every single person deserves basic human rights and dignity that includes health care, education, employment, a roof over their head, food in their belly. These things should not be controversial. But in a society like America that is built and sustained through radical oppression, those things are not considered mainstream thought, even today. And so this is why I say unity is a system of oppression. People like Joe Biden who preach unity are preaching the status quo. They are preaching the, maintain, the maintaining of systems of oppression that benefit them because of what they are and not who they are. Not their skills, not their abilities, not their intelligence. That's not what these systems hold up. They are talking about maintaining the generational wealth that has resulted from systemic oppression.
And so if we are going to have transformational systemic reform in this country that affords all people basic human rights and basic dignities, it is not going to come through unity. It is going to come through conflict. That doesn't mean it has to be civil war, but it does mean widespread social disruptions, large-scale strikes, refusal to serve people, and voting for people only if they actually support an agenda of real, meaningful change. That's what's going to get this done. It's not going to be unity because you can't unify with people who do not believe you are entitled to basic human rights. You can't unify with someone who says, because you're poor, you don't have the right to go to the doctor or you don't have the right to an education or a roof over your head or food in your belly. You can't unify with that person. So that's why I say unity is a form of oppression. Thank you for listening to this episode of Jonathan's Verdicts.